Hey, hey, welcome to Career Coaching with Tiffany, the office informant podcast. Here we focus on helping you navigate what's next in your career. Whether you're looking to prepare for a promotion, re-enter the workforce, or completely overhaul your career, this is the place to hear tips, tools, stories, and experiences to help you feel more confident in moving forward. I'm Tiffany, your host and guide. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Career Coaching with me, Tiffany, the office informant. Today, I am so very excited about our topic. Today, we are going to be talking about the process of organizing and navigating your job search. This is one of those core things necessary to navigate a successful job search. So before you update your resume, before you start to applying for jobs, before you start going to interviews, you really have to approach your job search with the right mindset and the right plan. And today I'm gonna walk you through my steps when I was laid off that I followed to secure three opportunities in a matter of months and that has helped many of my clients take control of their job search. All right, so if you can't tell already, I am so excited to talk about this topic. And why we're having this conversation today is because a great friend called me a couple of weeks ago and said, Tiffany, I'm tired. I can't do it anymore. I hear you talk about job change all the time. We talk on a pretty regular basis and I have done absolutely nothing for myself in several years and I can no longer stay in a job that I absolutely hate. Yes, she used that word hate. I'm like, wait, what am I hearing? Are you ready to make a change? I'm tired of hearing about this dead end job. And she's like, yes, I got my pen and paper. I'm ready. Let's talk about how I should be approaching this job change. In that conversation with my friend, I talked to her about the steps that I took when I was laid off from my job. And those are the same steps that I documented and turned into the structure for clients that I would share many, many times over. And that's the conversation we're going to have today. And so the first step when you're thinking of, hey, I'm gonna go after that promotion, I'm not gonna let this opportunity pass me by, or like me, you've been laid off and you know your emotions are big and you need to decide how to get back in the workforce and quickly, or like my friend, you're just really tired of being in a job that no longer brings you joy and you are ready to make a change. The first step is deciding that you're ready to change. And that was her phone call to me. And so sometimes we just have to be uncomfortable to grow. Sometimes things have to get bad in order for us to take the really hard step of making a change. And so I like to share a quote um, in this part of the process. And that's by Max Dupree, we cannot become what we want by remaining what we are. And so that's just saying every day, if you wanna eat healthier, if you wanna work out more, if you wanna change your job, if you wanna be a better spouse, you have to put in the work or you're going to remain the person you were the day before. Okay, 
So now that we've decided to make a change, don't update your resume, don't start applying to jobs, don't do anything with your job search until you have a good understanding of what you're looking for, and I call this career clarity. Career clarity is all about understanding and having certainty and focus regarding what your next professional goals are. It means making sure that the next role you take on is in alignment with your personal values. It utilizes the skills that are your superpowers as you transition from one opportunity to the next. It's all about aligning your passions with potential career paths. And these well-informed decisions are required to successfully navigate a career change. And so getting that clarity helps to make sure that your change is meaningful, it's fulfilling, and ultimately successful for you. If you're not happy in the role that you're in now, you wanna make sure that you don't end up in the same situation over and over and over again. And I will raise my hand right now, I know you can't see me, but I've made these quick decisions before without getting clarity, and so I wanna make sure that you don't do the same. Okay, so when I was talking to my friend, she's like, career clarity, what are you talking about? I only know how to do limited things. How do I get clarity on what I wanna do next? And so, here's what I shared with her, and here is your assignment if you are wanting to get some clarity in what's next for you. I want you to journal or type whatever your mechanism is for taking notes, and I want you to answer some of these questions. What would it look like if you were to have the perfect work day? I mean, think about how your day would start, what you do before. Are you sitting outside on your patio and having a cup of tea? Are you walking your child to school? Are you getting a workout in? So what would you do before work? What time would you start your day? What level of freedom do you have in the morning? What type of building or office or remote space would you like to work in? Who's your customer? Who are you serving when you go to work every day? What are you spending your time doing? Are you managing projects? Are you managing people? Are you working techno on technology most of the day? What tools do you use to do your job? What challenges or problems are you solving in your work? And so answering those questions, what skills do you wanna use? What values are important throughout your day? Answering those questions is the first level of getting some of that career clarity. So that's your first assignment. If you are in this situation right now, go find yourself pen, paper, and take some notes answering some of those questions to get your thoughts started. Career clarity is not something that you will probably get overnight. It's something that takes a while. And so the questions that I just posed to you are just a start to career clarity. Other things you can do is go to colleagues, go to managers, go to previous colleagues and ask questions. Hey, what is it that if you wanted to get something done, you come to me for? Am I a creative person and I come up with innovative ideas? Am I a problem solver? Am I an effective communicator? What do you look to me to solve? So asking that question taking some sort of skills or personality assessment to really hone in on what your strengths and your superpowers are, are all other examples of how you can gain career clarity. Again, it's not something that should be rushed. 
Now that you are getting a little bit closer to your career clarity, one of the next things you can do is go out and look at job descriptions. I want you to forget about titles for a while. Those are important, but we all know that sometimes people use job titles, some organizations use them a little erroneously. So don't think about the fact that it has manager or director or vice president for just a second. And I want you to look at those job descriptions and I want you to highlight or jot down some notes about the bullets or the aspects of the role that really gets you excited. Look for things that solve the problems that your colleague told you that you're great at solving. Look for the skills that come out of those assessments. Look for the things that are in your ideal workday. And I want you to make note of what's the common trend or the common thread throughout those job descriptions as you look at them. Okay, so some of those common threads might be like, they're all in the financial industry or they are all in a creative realm or that you are teaching people how to do something, you're managing people, or you might see that there is a specific job title or phrase that keeps coming up in every one of those job descriptions that you're looking at. And so next, I want you to gather more information. Look at some of those companies and their competitor sites. I want you to look at their LinkedIn pages, read their reviews on Glassdoor and on Indeed. I want you to take note of their social media sites and that gives you a peek into what the organizational culture might be. And this is why that's important. Before you even start to apply to jobs, Again, you wanna make sure your values, your skills, and your passions are all aligned with what's next for you. And so before you go apply to ABC Company, you wanna make sure ABC Company represents the things that are important to you. Again, another quote, I love quotes, by Peter Drucker, culture eats strategy for breakfast. And so that's more for organizations, but I want you to apply that to your individual professional life as well. Culture eats the work, the job title, the money. I'm not saying don't get your money. You gotta, you know, of course, make sure that you're able to live the lifestyle that you'd like to live, but culture at an organization eats the work, the title, for breakfast. If you're not happy with the workplace culture, you're going to be miserable and there's no amount of money worth putting up with for a job that's going to make you unhappy. All right, now you have been in the discovery phase thus far. Now it is time to put in the work. The first things you're going to do is update all of your career assets with all of this information that you've gathered. And so you're going to update your LinkedIn page, your resumes, your cover letters, your portfolios if you have them, clean up your other social media pages, and you're going to make sure you highlight, again, those skills those values, those passions. You're gonna look through those job descriptions. You're gonna look at the technology that they're mentioning, the skill sets that they're mentioning, the level of leadership or management that they're talking about in their job descriptions, and you're going to make sure those things are front and center on your resume. You don't wanna just talk about all the great tasks that you've done throughout your career. You wanna talk about the things that are relevant to what those employers are looking for. So that's the first action step that you're going to take is take all of that knowledge that you've gained in the discovery phase and put it into your career assets. Listen, I know updating those career assets can be 
frustrating and it can be a really daunting task. I don't quite understand it, but there are so many people out there that have a really hard time selling and bragging on themselves. No one should be able to toot your horn as well and as loud as you should be able to toot your own horn. However, if you need help really getting your career assets ready for your job search, get some help. I am a career coach. I know other fantastic career coaches out there, resume writers that are willing to give you feedback, update your resume, and prepare your career assets for a reasonable price. And it's absolutely worth the investment. All right, friends, you have your career assets ready to go, whether you feel comfortable doing those yourself or you're gonna get some help from a resume writer or a career coach. It is time to apply for roles. And so make sure you keep your clarity exercises front and center when you go out and look at organizations and you apply for roles. Don't deviate from your plan of ensuring that you find value in the next place that you work. So as you go out and apply, remember the research that you've done, remember the discovery that you've done, and make sure you're only applying to roles that meet that criteria. I know many of you, like me, in the past, if you're looking for a job, you apply to as many roles as you can, and you throw enough at the wall and see what sticks. We're not going to take that strategy any longer. We're going to apply to the jobs that most closely align with what our needs are. And we're going to put a lot of effort into those few jobs and not use a lot of effort applying to many jobs. As you are applying to jobs, I used to call this the job search journal when I worked back in career services at colleges, but we are very digital now. So whatever your style is, I want you to take good notes and keep a record of where you've applied to, the title of those roles, the organization, and a highlight of why you applied to that position and what you can offer the role. We all know sometimes we go back and we try to look at a job posting and we see that it's no longer there. They've pulled the job posting down because they got enough applications and they're actively recruiting for the role. You don't want to be one of those people who gets a phone call or an email and you're like, what did I apply to? What is that job description? How should I prepare for my interview? You want to make sure that you take good notes and whatever version of a job search journal you decide to use. Okay, so as we continue on this job search journey, you've applied to roles, you've taken good notes, and now it's time to begin interviewing for roles. And so maybe you're getting emails and calls back because you've really put in quality work and done your research and applied to the right roles. You want to make sure you really plan for your interview. And I can't go into all the details on the episode today. I could do a series on interviewing, but a few tips on making sure you're ready for your interview is checking your tech and make sure that your technology, any software you need to download, your camera's working, your microphone is working, and that's all if it's a virtual interview. 
If you have an in-person interview, make sure that you are appropriately dressed. Make sure you go to the right location. We all know there are several locations of some organizations in our cities. You arrive on time, you know what the traffic patterns are, and you're able to go in with confidence, take a deep breath before you walk in, and you feel fully prepared because you've done that pre-work. Another tip is research the organization, research the people you're going to be interviewing with and find alignment with that organization's mission, vision and values and your own and prepare to bring those out in the interview. Find common threads with the people that you're going to be interviewing with and tie those into your interview as well. A last tip is think of experiences, stories where you have solved problems, exceeded expectations, thought of creative ideas, led projects where you're the hero and be able to tell those stories when they ask questions like, tell me about a time when. And so those are just a few tips on how to prepare for each specific interview and you can't have the same canned responses for every single interview, you want to align those responses with the job description. Do you have an interview coming up and the very thought of interviewing makes you want to run and hide? Well, guess what? I love interviewing. Weird, right? Well, I wanna share tips and tools I've used personally and coach clients on for many years. You can download the pre-interview guide today. The best part, it's free. Inside of this free resource, I share steps you should take before the interview, insight into what hiring managers are looking for, and a list of common interview questions. You can get your copy at theofficeinformant.com backslash pre-interview guide. You can also find the link in the show notes. Okay. We are near the end of our job search journey today. The last thing I want you to do, and you can start this before you even start applying to roles, I want you to get out there and get connected. Get on all of your social media sites, find people that you've previously worked with, you currently work with, and let them know that you're looking for an opportunity. Find people that are currently in the field that you'd like to be in and schedule informational interviews with them. Get the word out that you are ready to make a change and connect with as many people as possible. And here's one last tip and quote that I love. At the end of every email that you send to a person, every DM that you send via LinkedIn, or every conversation that you have with people, ask for something specific. And so you could be asking for a specific introduction. You could be asking for them to refer you for a role. You could be asking for them to introduce you to someone else that might be closer aligned to what you want to do, but ask for something. And so what I want to leave you with today is the doors will be open to those who are bold enough to knock. And that's a quote by Tony Gaskins. Friends, I hope this has been helpful for someone. I have goosebumps right now because I absolutely love talking about this stuff because I truly believe you deserve that promotion. You deserve to be back into the workforce if you've been laid out or you've made a decision, laid off or made a decision to leave the workforce for any reason, or you deserve to make that career change. We should all be living lives 
that our jobs have to fit into and not living lives around our jobs. And so I hope this information has been helpful. I've enjoyed talking about this today and I look forward to the next episode.